Why do I have to explain everything? Because we're usually not on the same page. Stop. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Home Wrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, and I am joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Monique, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. And how are you? I'm doing fantastic, as always. Excellent. Yeah, I think so. So, I have a question for you. What is it? How much you bench? How much do I bench? How much do you bench? Well, um, to be honest, I haven't benched in quite some time, and I have been doing a workout that you created, and I benched for the first time in, I think it's been over a year, and I benched the Olympic weight bar. <laughs> no weight. So 45 pounds. Yes, 45 pounds. Yeah, that's not pounds. bad. That's respectable, especially if you're not having done it in so long. Well... Because of the workout that you developed, I didn't want to push myself and not be able to do it. I didn't want to go to failure. Yeah, you never, you never to, want to go to failure. Yeah, so I started with that, but I think I can definitely add more weight on. All right. Well, that's good. You weren't expecting that question, were you? I wasn't. <laughs> to be honest with you, that just popped in my head, and I was like, oh, how about your bench? So random. <laughs> it's just completely random, but sometimes you're going to find that on the Home Record Podcast. I, well, I was wondering, should I respond with something like, your mom? And then I was like, no, I'll... I'll well, I'm glad nice. you didn't. That's, <laughs> that's great. But what, what, kind of, what kind of answer is that? I, mean, I guess you could say, well, what, what kind of question is how much you bench? Yeah. But yeah, all right. Well, thanks for answering. And I'm, I'm glad that you are having success with your workouts and that you're yeah. approaching them so seriously. Well, I've also gone from working out three days a week to now seven days a week. There's one day off, but I'm walking every single day. So even though I'm not doing a workout per se one day a week, I'm still exercising in a f one form. Yeah, that's good. And that's how it should be. And I want to say how proud I am of myself. I got to toot my own horn for a second. Oh, please go for it. I got a little crazy with the mini eggs the past few weeks and I yeah, you did. <laughs> cheated on my cheat days quite a bit. So as wait, I... Wait, wait, wait. You cheated on your cheat days? Yeah, I cheated How does that on, work? Because I have my cheat day and that's Saturday. Yeah. And that should be the only day I have my treats. But I cheated on that day and I had treats Oh, I see what you're saying. Days. I get it. So you, yeah. So your, your cheat day became multiple cheat days and the, multiple days of treats. Yes. And they were all... The freaking Cadbury mini eggs. Yes. Yeah, you, you definitely, you have a problem. But I was able to, on Sunday, I was like, I'm going to do this program. I went for my walk. I didn't have any sugar. I 
ate healthy, and I managed to pull it off all week long. So I have gone seven days of exercising, and I'm on my cheat day now, and I'm actually not going too crazy. That's great. Everything in moderation, right? And I haven't had any mini eggs. I'm trying to stay away because I don't want to get back on that train. Good for you. Yeah. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Wow. See, I I figured you would have had some by now, but no. Good for you. Well done. I am proud of you. That's awesome. I do one day at a time. Well, like that's that's all you can do. Like right? I'm in rehab, that's, one day at a time. <laughs> that's the best way, one day at a time. Absolutely, good job. Proud Thank of you. you. Good for you. Yeah, this is not where I expected this intro to go, but uh, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad. So we started a new tradition last week. Well, a, a new segment, if you will, on the show, and it was your positive thought for the week. Yes. So I presume that we're going to keep that going this week. I would like to. All right. Why don't we, yeah, why don't we keep that going? Because I enjoyed it and I, I hope that the audience enjoys it. I hope so too. So why don't we keep it going this week with another one of Monique's positive thoughts. All right. So my positive thought for the week, how much does it cost to be kind? A smile, a gesture, Don't look at kindness as an expense, but as an investment. I like that. Thank you. That's great. It came out of my brain. I like it. That's fantastic. That's really good. Thank you. I'm sure there have been variations of something like that people have said, but that was, I was thinking about being kind and how smiling at people is free. Yes. Yeah. And just... I, I love doing random acts of kindness and I love being kind and helping people. So, and it doesn't cost me anything, just being nice. Yeah, it's true. It, it really doesn't. And how much, how much better would this world be if everybody just did that, you know, or, or even, geez, not everybody, but what if like half of the people in the world were just a little kinder and yeah. just did one thing? Like everybody listening, try that. Next time, next time you go out in public, just smile at a stranger and see what happens. Be nice. Of course, I say that. And nowadays, you smile at somebody that might punch you in the face, thinking you're, you know, <laughs> you mean yeah. you mean ill will or something. That's how negative, unfortunately, everything's gotten in the world. But yeah, I, I think I think that's great, a great thought and great advice is just try to try to be more friendly to people. Hey, when you're checking out at the cash register in the grocery store or at the convenience store or whatever. Smile at the person that's helping you, even if they're in a bad mood. If, 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 let's say they're taking a while, instead of being impatient, try to be understanding. Yeah. That's showing kindness. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's, uh, yeah, I like that. Thank I like you. that a lot. Yeah, every day, just try to do something kind. Be kind, smile, be friendly, be warm. Be kind, rewind. <laughs> and I feel like, it doesn't cost you anything, but you get so much in return. Absolutely. So, Alex, do you have anything you want to talk about this week? Actually, I've always got a lot I want to talk about, but after last week and after everything we talked about, well, you know what? I'm excited. I just want to get into this week's episode. I just want to get right into it. Let's go. All right. So, last week, we talked about the Mandela effect, and we said in that episode, we're probably going to visit this again. Did I think we were going to visit it again this quickly? No. But after recording the episode 
and getting all fired up, I decided I'm going to jump down the rabbit hole and look up some more of these things. And I remembered some things that I wanted to mention that we just forgot or ran out of time to. So this week, we're back again to the fucking Mandela effect. We just can't shake it loose. It's just this deep, deep, deep rabbit hole that we have fallen into. And the deeper we go, the more we find, and the more we question, is it real? Did this really happen? And we've asked people. We've reached out to people saying, what do you remember? Not, do you remember this? But what do you remember? Do you remember this person? What do you remember? Trying to see what they say. And the answers are all the same. So how is it that something everyone remembers one way, we're being told it didn't happen? That's a great question. And that's why I think I've, I've actually had have a couple more theories that we can get into and talk about too. So we'll try to get to the bottom of this. Do I think we're going to? No, probably not. Because again, how, how do you prove any of this? It's, that's, the, that's the frustrating thing. How do you prove any of this at all is even real? But fuck it. Let's just, let's get, let's get into let's, it. Let's jump in. Last week, we talked about Coca-Cola and whether or not there was a hyphen. I said there was. You remembered there being one. I do. Yet... Now we're being told, no, there was never a hyphen. Never existed. Well, that is bullshit, and I've got the fucking photographic proof. Check out the website. We're going to tweet out pictures that I'm talking about because I came across a piece of... Do you remember the polar bear commercials yeah. for the Coca-Cola animated polar bear? Well, a good friend of mine has one of those animated film cells that came from the commercial. It was like an actual film cell. And guess what the polar bear's holding? A bottle of Coca-Cola. And there's a fucking hyphen there. Imagine that. And the Coca-Cola symbol that's on this animated film cell has a hyphen there. And if you flip it over, it actually has a what they call a certificate, certificate. of authenticity. Yes. And that certificate of authenticity is signed by a Coca-Cola executive. And right on there, under his name, it says Coca-Cola. And whatever his fucking title is, I forget what it was. But he's like some vice president of marketing or some shit. And it has a hyphen there. So, fuck you. Coca-Cola has a hyphen. For all those people saying it doesn't, suck it. Yeah, suck it. And we're going to have pictures on Twitter We'll put them on the fucking Instagram. We're going to put them on the fucking website. I'm going to keep dropping F-bombs all fucking episode because I'm that fucking pissed about this. Oh, this is starting. bullshit. And yeah, and we're just getting, what are we, five, ten minutes in, and I'm, I'm fired up. So let's keep rocking and rolling. Kit Kat. About, oh, okay. did we Did we find anything about Kit Kat? No, I haven't seen anything. I saw an old commercial from, I think it's the late 80s, and... They didn't show the hyphen, but I remember there was a hyphen, so don't get me going on that. Break me off a piece of that hyphen bar. Kit hyphen cat. Thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. Fucking it's such horse shit. Did you have any updates from last week? I don't, but there's a few that we didn't get to talk about. Okay, so, so you want to jump into stuff I that do. we wanted that we meant yeah. to talk about when we ran out of time and okay. All right. So go ahead. Who remembers Publishers Clearinghouse. Oh, I do. I do. Now, for the younger people, you might not remember it. But for anyone our age or older, you know all about Publishers Clearinghouse. Yeah. If you grew up in the late 70s and, and in the 80s, you'll remember this. But, but go ahead. Please explain. 
Publishers Clearinghouse was this corporation, business, whatever, that gave out money. You would get these envelopes in the mail and they would want you to buy magazines. And when you filled out their form for their sweepstakes, they would come to your house and they'd have a big check. They'd hop out of a van. If you won. Yes, if you you won. won. And they'd present you with a check for like a million dollars. And their spokesperson was Ed McMahon. Yes, he was. And I even remember, because I used to fill out the forms because I wanted to win. On the envelope, it was a picture of him on the envelope. Yes. It, I remember it exactly. It was a it was a picture of him, but he it wasn't like a photograph. It was like a black and white pencil yeah. like drawing of drawing. him, but it was him. Yeah. It was him. It was Ed McMahon. Fucking Ed McMahon. Johnny Carson's sidekick on The Tonight Show. He was recognizable. Everybody knew who the fuck Ed McMahon was. And yes, he was the fucking Publishers Clearinghouse spokesperson. No, he wasn't. Yeah, now fucking they're saying, no, he wasn't. He never did. He was like, what was his thing? It was like American sweepstakes some, or something other. Some bullshit. Yeah, they're saying, we, we're all confused. He was with a competitor sweepstake, but it's not true. It was Publishers Clearinghouse. I remember. I'm not crazy. I'm not misremembering it. He was a part of the Publishers Clearinghouse. And this, the Ed McMahon one, this is the perfect, if you're going to give evidence of the Mandela effect to somebody, especially somebody that's older, so for example, somebody, any baby boomer, anybody that grew up or, or was already an adult in the, in the 80s, we'll say. If you want to explain what the Mandela effect is to a person like that, don't even say anything about the Mandela effect. Just go up to them and ask them, hey, do you remember Publishers Clearinghouse? Back when in the eighties, and the the most most people remember because mm-hmm. back then there wasn't as many, there weren't as many television shows. People actually watched the commercials because you kind of had to. You didn't have DVRs back then, and just ask them. Do you remember who the spokesperson was? I guarantee it. Everybody will say Ed McMahon. Everybody will say Ed McMahon. So when you look online now, and they. If you look on any website, I think I think Publishers Clearinghouse even has something about it was never Ed McMahon or some shit. I refuse to look. And and they say people are remembering it wrong. So you mean to fucking tell me that every person remembers it wrong? Everybody, every single person misremembers that Ed McMahon was the spokesperson for Publishers Clearinghouse and would go to your house with a fucking camera crew and flowers and a fucking big ass check for a million dollars. We all misremember it. It wasn't him. That's what that's what the powers that be or as you said last week and we're going to say a bunch this week, quote unquote, they they say that no, it was never him. We're all remembering it wrong. Every fucking person in the world remembers it wrong. I asked my mom. I went over my mom's the other day and I asked her about who was in who was the spokesperson for Publishers Clearinghouse. And she remembered it was Ed McMahon. And she even remembered she she couldn't remember which she T V shows she thought it was Good Morning America, but they did a thing for a while. It might have been in the early nineties where they would show them coming to your house live. And my mom remembered that she wanted to look good in the morning in case they showed up on live TV. And it was with Ed McMahon. She remembers it. I asked her without saying anything, just what do you remember? And she told me what she remembered. 
we all remember the same thing. I asked Alex, do you remember the envelopes that came in the mail? Yeah, that's and what he, I described. I know, yeah. but I'm just yeah. saying that I asked you. And I didn't even say, do you remember the picture of Ed McMahon? He just came out and said like, yeah, the picture of Ed McMahon was on it. That's exactly what I had in my head. He, we, we all remember it the same way. But no, no, we're all misremembering it the but same we're way. We're all misremembering it the same way. Seriously, what are the fucking odds of that, that every single person misremembers it? So again, go to a baby boomer, go to somebody. If you want to explain the Mandela effect, start by asking them, hey, do you remember Ed McMahon? Do you remember the Publishers Clearinghouse? And, and guarantee you, if they were alive back then, they will say yes. And then you can tell them, well, actually, no, he never was a spokesperson. And then watch the look on their face. See their reaction. See what they say. And then you can get into the Mandela effect. And you can tell them, no, look it up. He was never the spokesperson. And they'll go, bullshit. They'll get mad. Mm-hmm. They'll probably get angry. They might get confused. And then you can explain, starting there, there's your starting point. Now you can talk about the Mandela effect. And I'm sorry. There's no fucking way, again, that we all misremember it. How is that? How? How is that possible? There is something going on. If you are the one person on earth who remembers Ed McMahon not being the spokesperson, but for the competing sweepstakes company, let us know because we want to hear from you. We, we want to we understand what the hell is going on. But yeah. I don't think we're going to find that I, person. I, I don't think we're going to find that person. I, I've Again, nobody I've spoken to remembers Ed McMahon not being the guy the publisher's clearinghouse had as their spokesperson. Nobody. Not one person. So good luck. And it's funny. <laughs> good luck finding that person. My friends, my parents were friends with a guy named Ed McMahon. And I even remember saying like, oh, joking around to my parents, oh, maybe he'll show up at our house with a check for a million dollars because it was Ed McMahon. I have like a person with the same na- name that I tied that into. I wouldn't do that if it was not him. Well, the 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 skeptics. Oh, wait, I'm wrong. The skeptics would say, "Well, he did show up with checks, but it wasn't for Publishers Clearinghouse. It was a different company. You just got it confused." Bullshit. Yeah. Well, I'm with you on that one. What about Whoa. the continents shifting? Okay. So <laughs> yeah. So now, if you if you look at a map now. And some of you younger folks listening may not get this, but some of us, some of us folks who grew up in the '80s and, the, and were in school in the '80s and the '90s, you have seven continents on Earth, right? You have North America, you have South America, Europe, Asia, Antarctica, Australia. Why is it called South America, Monique? Let me ask you. Because it's South. Of America, of North America, it's it's south. Yeah, it's it it is right now. If you look at a fucking map, all of a sudden, for some reason, South America is like way the fuck east and is is almost touching Africa. It's it's still south. It's still below yeah, North it's south America. Southeast now. It's not. But yeah, south. it's it's like it moved. It over. shifted over. Yeah, it shifted over. Like if you're looking at it on a map. It's not south. It's southeast now. And like I said, it's super close to Africa. And it's closer to Africa than than the US it like the gap is smaller now than the gap is between North America and Europe. It's crazy. And, and it used to be yeah, further. It it was. In Australia, there used to be more ocean around it. And now if you look on a map, it's like 
you could build a bridge to Papua New Guinea or well to New Guinea. It's right practically up its ass. It's right there. Yeah. There was way more space. With that, I question, is it the Mandela effect or is the land changing and they're just going by up to date what they're seeing? Well, supposedly the maps have never changed is what we're being told. No, the maps have always been like that. You're crazy. Well, I could see them not wanting to tell us that, yes, the the land is shifting so much over the past hundred years but that... But fucking entire continents are shifting? That It doesn't make any sense. Like, none of it makes any fucking sense. That's, that's the thing. Okay, a, a little bit, maybe, but that much? Yeah, like, that's, that's a, a fucking lot. And it's it not is. over a hundred years, it's over the last 20 years. It's it's it doesn't it doesn't make. I'm trying any to stretch sense. it to find so, a logical reason. So now a, a skeptical person or a, somebody that maybe trying to explain this phenomenon away might say, "Well, now you have more accurate technology, more accurate satellite technology that you can see the Earth better from above." Oh, is that right? Because I thought we had satellites back in the '60s. Hell, we supposedly sent a fucking expedition to the moon how many times right supposedly so allegedly yeah exactly come on give me a fucking break you're telling me that the maps all of a sudden now are going to be that different they're that fucking different but as you said if the maps haven't changed then that argument would be invalid correct correct but again that they're saying they again quote unquote they are saying that, no, the maps have never changed. That's the maps. That's how it's always been. No, it's not how it's always fucking been. I got news for you. No, wrong, incorrect. I, I wish I fucking kept my globe from when I was a kid because that's not how the fucking globe was. No, absolutely not. Anybody, anybody else that uh, disagrees, I, I, I'd, be, I'd love to hear your reasoning and your explanation. Wouldn't and, people who travel, though, like if you fly an airplane or take a boat, like map out the mileage, the distance between places, like is that still the same or like has that changed? Do you really think pilots map out and keep track of mileage and shit? I don't know. I, I, I'm sure maybe some do. But I really doubt it nowadays, especially. Everything's computerized. But can't you measure, like, wouldn't it measure the distance of travel? Wouldn't what? The planes? Yeah, the, the, the computer. Because, again, like, this is where it just won't make sense. Because if it did change and it said, oh, well, you know, 30 years ago from Australia to New Guinea, it was 50 miles. And today, it's gone down to 25. Okay, well, there's been a change. But when they say that nothing's changed, then you can't even, I guess, use that argument. Yeah. So I, it's pointless to, I guess, even try to find out. Yeah. I, again, it, this whole thing is so frustrating because we're not all crazy. We're not all misremembering this. There's no way that so many people around the world, around the world, not in fucking New Hampshire where we are, or in Massachusetts where a lot of our friends are. No, around the fucking world, so many people are remembering things 
the same way that we remember them. And so many people remember things differently than we remember them. Are we all fucking crazy? Are half of us fucking crazy? I don't think so. I think there's something else going on. I just don't know what it is. Thank you. No, no shit. <laughs> Did you have any other Mandela effects that, well, we, that we wanted to talk about? Any, any that you found or? No, but let's talk about some more theories. Because I, I had this conversation with my mom after we talked about Ed McMahon and I was explaining the Mandela effect to her. And I'm thinking, I could see it being an AI system trying to rewrite history. Because where do we look at everything? It's online. And maybe it's their way of slowly trying to change history. They do it in little bits. So that way you get used to it. You try to rationalize it or you ignore it. And then they'll change something big. And hopefully people won't say anything. But the problem with that is if it's just an AI system, then how can things physically change. We have a we have a book, The Berenstain Bears, and it's from 2005, and then I found a book from 1988. But it's The Berenstain. So there's a book from 1988 and a book from 2005, and they're both spelled S T A I N. AI can't change that. It can't physically change what's in our home. So that makes me think it can't just be an AI system. I, I agree. It's probably not just an AI, but I do think that there is some kind of an AI thing going on. Watch our podcast get all fucking messed up after we put it out there. It's going to start getting edited all weird. We're going to be saying all kinds of crazy shit that we didn't record that we didn't really say. But not, nah, I mean, think about it. The AI system, right? It's everything's connected, especially now. Everything is connected. This fucking... Our, our refrigerator it could be connected to AI. I mean, everybody's got AI. It's all connected to it itself, you know what I mean? It's so, like Ultron. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's a good way of putting it, but it, I don't know. But again, it, you're right. That, doesn't, that theory doesn't account for the physical stuff that we have that proves that we are, quote-unquote, misremembering it, which, again... I just it's impossible for me to believe that I'm misremembering all this stuff. And that not just myself, but so many other people are as well. If it was just one of us and everyone else was like, yeah, no, that's not what happened. Okay. But when there's so many people who recall the same exact details, it's not, oh yeah, I remember Ed McMahon, for example, with Publishers Clearinghouse. They remember the van that pulls up and the people that come to the door and the big check and they remember the envelopes with his picture on it. They remember all these little details. Exactly. How can it be that we're just remembering it wrong? I, I don't believe it. I don't either and that's what's driving everybody crazy with this whole thing. Maybe that's the point. Maybe it's to make us think we're all going crazy and we're slowly losing our minds. Like I said, I, I bet you the last week could be just a big government psyop. Who the f you mean? Who the fuck knows? And like you said, just changing little things, not going overboard with it, but just changing little things to make a to see how people react. This whole thing could be completely manufactured. I, maybe I don't know. Again, it doesn't account for the whole the physical stuff. Like for example, the books, like the Berenstain Bear 
both. And you see now St. Berenstain. Because yeah. now I know that's the right way. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't account for all that kind of stuff. And, and the fucking, like the globe, the continent shifting and shit. No, it doesn't make any sense. It's almost like it's not real what's going on. Like we're in the Matrix or something? I, and this is a glitch in the programming? I've said it before. I've said it before. Think about it. I mean, could it be possible? Anything is possible. Yeah. Anything is possible. I mean, think, look at look at just what they can do with technology now. Like I was saying before, maybe they're going to just change our, our dialogue in this podcast. I don't, anything can be done. They You can... They can just make a video of somebody doing something that wasn't there, didn't do it. There's a video of a news anchor. I want to say it was Japanese television. I showed you this video. It's, it's a news anchor reading the news, talking, you know, whatever. He's speaking in his native language. Looks like a real person reading the news. It's a fucking AI. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. It's a fucking AI. It looks like a real person. You would not be able to tell that it was not a real person if I didn't tell you. I showed it to you and then said, that's not a person. That's a fucking AI. And you were like, huh? Because that was my reaction. Huh? That's not a person? And then, and then I watched it again and I studied it a little. And once I knew it was an AI, I kind of I could tell at that point because I knew that it was. So I was looking for these little differences. But... Just upon glancing at it and looking at it, and nowadays, think about it. You didn't question it. No, yeah, no. But think about it nowadays. The stuff they put on TV, who's actually focused and watching TV? Everybody's on their fucking phone. It makes me think of the magicians in Las Vegas. It's all about distraction. Yeah. You're distracted with something else, so you're not going to notice these other things. That's why magicians won't do tricks in front of little kids, because little kids are perceptive, and they'll pick up on stuff that he's doing that we're not looking at because we're being distracted. You know, he's, he's over here and doing something, you know? Yeah. I, I was making a, mo- I was being animated here physically. So obviously that doesn't translate to a podcast, but yeah, that, that's the thing. It, you're distracted now so they can get away with a lot of this stuff because very rarely are people actually watching TV. So for example, this news anchor, they could get away with that because who the fuck is studying the guy's, the guy's facial mo- movements and motions and whether or not he's blinking a certain amount of times a minute and that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like, who's really studying that anymore? Nobody. Nobody fucking pays attention to that. So is the Mandela effect a conspiracy theory? Is it from our government, from another government? Could it possibly be maybe something? They're all in on it together. Every fucking Global. government. Global conspiracy. Sons of bitches. Could it possibly be? Now think about this. What if somebody, we talked about time travel. Yes. What if somebody was able to travel back into time and made these little changes that rippled throughout time and yeah. that's why these things are off? That, that, fuck, that could be. Again, I don't know about the whole time travel thing like we've discussed. I know. But, I, I'm but just thinking, she, like, could you know, it be? It could be. It could be because so, so many of these changes are so small. Absolutely. I, I guess. And maybe, as I've said before, it's as plausible a theory as any other one. It's changed the timeline, or it changed the timeline we're on, or it crossed us into another dimension where things were just slightly different. I mean, yeah, the places we could go with this are limitless. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's the thing. It could be an all. We could be universes bleeding over yeah. into each other, parallel dimensions, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, it could be. Maybe that's why there's so many more doppelgangers now. There are. Is yeah. that like a thing? Yeah, really? like you look online and like everybody has their doppelganger, and uh, yeah past few years i've seen it yeah uh, well is, it, is this like a social media thing you yeah. gotta find your doppelganger yeah, yeah okay well that's why i wasn't aware of it because <laughs> i don't know maybe that could be and it. i'm sure there's a lot of people with long hair and beards so i'm, yeah. I, I'm sure i might have a doppelganger out there <laughs> whatever <laughs> it's, that's again but but that's all online stuff is it real like can you go and shake your doppelganger's hand or is it just somebody you're finding online that looks similar mm. to you is it all made up could, is it AI? It, it, it fucking could be. Because again... So the other dimensions have AI too then? Most likely, I, I would assume. But think, but think about that though. All the face scan technology, everybody putting their pictures online. Now AI's got everybody's picture. Yeah. They could absolutely manufacture shit like that. And you give away your rights to all your photos and stuff when you put them online anyway. On Facebook and all these other things. You're well, pretty much giving them permission to do whatever they want with your picture. The scary thing with that is... If you didn't even have a smartphone, they can take your picture just walking in traffic if there's a traffic camera. Exactly. So it's not like you have to do that facial recognition for them to get your face and scan it in. No, they've they've got everybody's face. You go if get you got a, a passport, dri- if you got a driver's, driver's license, license, a passport, yeah, they've got your face. They've got you. Big Brother's always watching, but that's a that's another topic. That's another we're 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 veering off a little bit. Do you have any other theories that you think could ex- maybe possibly begin to explain what is going on and what the Mandela, what is causing the Mandela effect, I should say? Well. Because I've got one that's kind of bonkers. Yeah, and that's what I want to hear. I want to hear you talk about the one that's a little more out there. Well, I don't. is it out there? I don't know. Okay. You watched the show Lost, right? Yes. Okay. We've talked about it. We, yeah, we've talked about it. How the, the finale was a li- big letdown. Show was awesome. And then like the last season, the last episode just was like, what? They were dead all along? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? There's a reason I brought that up. What if, and I'm going to lose some people here, and some people are going to go, I'm never listening to the show again, but I don't care. This is, this is what, we talk, what we do. We talk about stuff like this. We get people thinking. That's the goal of this show. What if we're already dead? What if we all died? 2012 was supposed to be this big cataclysmic event, right? End of the world. They made movies about it. We were all warned about it. But then it came and went. Nothing happened, right? Well, what if something did happen? And we just didn't realize it because it was a cataclysmic event. Now, movies show you things a certain way. So that's what we all expect. We all expect, oh, if there's a asteroid hitting the earth or something like that you're going to have tidal waves the temperature is going to change because there's going to be so much ash in the sky from all the volcanoes exploding so you're going to be cold everywhere where it was hot it's now cold there's going to be flooding whatever all all these things that they say they say but they don't know because obviously nobody's ever survived the cataclysmic event so we're just going off what Hollywood imagines it would be and now all of us who take in this media, again, media influencing all of us, that's what we all expect. But if there was, say, an asteroid or fucking Yellowstone erupted 
and all the other volcanoes erupted at the same time or something. Something cataclysmic like that, and we all just died instantly. Say that happens. I don't know. I don't know. Think of a, anything, whatever like it could be. the earth exploded. Yeah, just think maybe. I'm just saying for, for sake of this theory okay. and, and getting this out there. Horrible, scary, terrible death to everyone. All right. To everybody. It. Instantly. Instant death. Instant okay. death. Everybody's gone. So you don't even know what happened. Now, all of a sudden, we're here. We're, we're going about our business. Everybody's just doing their thing. But what if we're dead? We're not physical beings on earth anymore and we're just in heaven uh, another plane another dimension purgatory purgatory possibly for are we in hell where who knows we cross dimensions maybe i don't but what if we're we're all dead and what's happening is slowly some of us are realizing it as people are becoming more aware because we've been, especially these last few years, there's been a, a lot of people are starting to kind of wake up. There's been more of an awareness of stuff going on. People are talking to each other a little more about these things. And for some reason, there's a lot of censorship excuse me, going on now with a lot of, a lot of free speech is getting squandered. Is it perhaps that they don't want us knowing and they being whoever's in charge of this realm that we're in if we are already dead think about that what if if we die how how do you know you don't know what it's like when you die because you've never died as far as you know you haven't died you don't know what it's like you'd have to die and then come back to explain what it's like so i've i haven't died that i know of so i couldn't tell you what happens when you die maybe we all died and we're now, if you're dead, think about it. Maybe you're, Maybe death is you're just living, not living, but you're existing now in a different plane where you're not physical. You, we think we're physical. Our consciousness thinks we're physical because that's how we have to manifest our thoughts and our feelings. But maybe we're really not. Maybe we're, maybe we are living in, a purgatory or some type of an alternate space, an alternate area. As if we didn't fully ascend. We did exactly. Yeah, there you go. We didn't go where we were supposed to go, maybe because we didn't get to live a full life and then pass on to the next realm, to heaven, to hell, wh- whatever you believe we in. We weren't ready to let go. Yeah. Because if it was something a cataclysmic event like that where we all just everybody gone dead nobody knows what the soul is nobody knows what consciousness is nobody knows how any of that stuff works they have theories but nobody knows for sure maybe we all died and we're all just now some of us remember things one way some of us remember things another way now there is a problem with my theory and i recognize it how are you having kids? How are kids being brought into the world if we all died? How are you re- recreating, reproducing, and, and procreating? and all? How, how is that possible if we're all dead and we're not existing? But, again, if we say our consciousness wanted to have kids... Well, what did I say before in one of our past episodes? I talked about, what are we? We're energy. 
Yes. So I guess one could say if it's our energy that's here, that's real, it's our energy, and we're taking our energy together and creating new energy, that would be our children. But I guess the question is, is it really real? It's not a real person. It would just be part of our energy we detached from ourselves. I, I, maybe. I, again, I, I don't know. But We see it as our child, but maybe on the other side of the mirror, it's just our energy. It could very well be. I mean... that That's the only thing I can I, think of. I told you, uh, I in my previous profession, I used to work outside a lot. I, I, I did a lot of outside work. And I told you, it, it had to be around 2012, how it just felt different outside. It was always windy for some reason. The wind was yeah. always blowing really hard and it's continued since then. I never noticed it until you pointed it out. And ever since then... I think what everyone needs to do is just stop once in a while and look around you. Look outside. Look up in the sky. Look at the trees. Look around you. See what's going on. Because, yeah, the wind, it is always so windy, at least All the time. around here in New England. Yeah, especially around here. And it was never like that. And I want to say it started right around when I started noticing it because it would be super windy and in the summer. In fall, winter especially, spring, it didn't matter, year-round. It was just, all of a sudden, just got really windy all the time. And I always had to be really careful because I climbed on ladders and, and stuff like that. Whereas prior to 2012, I never had to, I mean, I was careful, obviously, but it was never, it oh was my God, it's, oh, it's all windy all the time. Well, look at the like, sky. You know? Look at the clouds. They're different. The well, color of the sky looks different sometimes. Like, I don't remember it ever looking like that. Yeah, I mean, that could be, again, all the stuff that, the geoengineering and stuff that the goes on. That's, yeah, that's another show. But I, just to but, say, like, things aren't quite the same. No, for definitely not. But uh, is that, I mean, I got is myself. Is that the Mandela I, effect? Maybe, could be. I mean, I remember skies being blue all the time when I was a kid, and I could see the stars when I looked up at night. Oh, now, I missed that. Yeah, now I can't even see the stars. It's it's very rare that you look up out, outside at night and see stars. At least where we live. Where we live anyway. I don't know how it is anywhere else. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. But th- that that got me thinking, like, maybe we're not, maybe we're just not here on what we think is Earth anymore. Maybe it is something like that. And I know... Like I said, half the people are turning this off. This guy's fucking out of his mind. But But this is a real theory. This is just, this is a theory. Yeah. I mean, it's. A real theory in the sense that there are other people who. There are other people that that, think this. Subscribe to this theory or or have have said it. Or think it it could be a possibility. Not saying this is what it is, but it's a possibility. Yeah. But, and that's, but again, everything is, everything that we say is a possibility or none of it is. Their theories. That's what they are. And I guess if we're all dead, it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, I, I guess. And and that's the thing. Like uh, somebody might say, "Well, if I'm dead, why am I paying bills? Why am I doing this? Why do it?" Well, because that's what you fucking did when you were alive, and that's what your consciousness knows. It makes me think of residual hauntings. How there will yeah. be a ghost that just kind of keeps doing the same thing over and over, and it's stuck in this pattern. Is that what we're doing? We're stuck in the, oh, I get up, 
I go to work, I pay my bills. And you have to come to that point where you decide to make a change, where you decide, you know what, I don't want this job anymore, or I don't want to do this anymore. And you have to grow as a person to make these changes for yourself for the better. But I don't know, it just makes me think of like, maybe that's why it's that residual haunting kind of thing. We're stuck in the motions. Yeah, it could be, possibly. But then you, you're going to have the people say, well, yeah, but I wanted a new job. I just quit my job and I got another job. Especially now, the economy's so great. Jobs are booming, whatever, supposedly, all that stuff, right? So how would you explain that? Well, I, I don't know. Because it's in uh, your conscious of the change that you want. So you're I, yeah, making I it your reality. I guess. I mean, I, again, I it's a theory, okay? It's a theory and... Again, I don't know what happens when you die. You don't know what happens when you die. So I think it's a plausible theory. I'm, I'm open to listening to anybody's theory. Whether or not I agree with it, it's a completely different story. But this was one that I just found fascinating and one that I would have never thought about. You'd probably piss people off if you told them, yeah, I think maybe we're dead. Well, there might be some people that get really angry at yeah, that. Yeah, because you're putting into question their religious beliefs. Yeah, of course. Because you, you grow up all your life, you're told you're, you'd be good, you go to church, you you do what you're supposed to do, and you go to heaven when you die. Heaven is this great place. And, and instead of being reconnected with your loved ones, you're stuck with all the other assholes around you. Yeah, right. Uh, or if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you go to hell and you burn for eternity. Blah, blah, that's what you're told. And, I, and I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to make light of religion or of anybody's beliefs at all. I really don't. I respect everybody's personal beliefs. So that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to explain why this would be an offensive theory to people and why people would be upset having their beliefs challenged like that. I, I don't know if I mentioned this in a previous episode or not, but it's worth mentioning again. A quote, the Mark Twain quote, it's easier to tell people, or excuse me, it's easier to fool people than it is to convince people that they've been fooled. And that's so true. I mean, just think about human beings. You could fucking sell them anything. If you're a good salesperson and you're a good you know, schmoozer, you can schmooze people and get them to believe anything. Now, where we have technology, where, and, and television is, is the the accepted medium for news and for everything all you got to do is see it on tv and and 95 of the world believes it because it was on the tv or so, on social media or on or on social media you can get people to believe just about anything but to, how how often do you see a retraction of a oh, mistake yeah. or how often do you see somebody admit oh actually that was not true and if they do what do people? What do people do? They still a lot of people still cling to the old story, like no, that's no bullshit because it fits bullshit. their agenda. If it's their agenda, or they refuse to believe that they've been lied to. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I I don't know if this, I don't know what's going on with the Mandela effect, but that theory I thought was out there. But man, what if? What if we are just, what, did we all die? What if? I, you know, I, when I heard about this theory, I thought about it. And I was like, okay, if that's the case, 
what what happens? Where do we go? How do we ascend? And I was like, and would I personally be ready for that? Like if I reached enough enlightenment to move on, would I be ready to let go of my children and my husband and my parents and my brother and my family and my friends and everyone I love and care about? Am I ready to let go of that? Like, I don't think I am right now. I mean, I I got upset thinking about it. Would I be ready to let go of the people I love? Because I I look at it like, okay, well, if this is the ride we're on, I want to be on it together with my family. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like you know me, I've always I always joke with you, but but I'm 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 joking, but I'm also serious. I'm going to live to be 150 years old. I'm going to be here as long as I can be. I want to stay on the ride as long as I can, because I don't know what's what's going to be there when this ride's over. Where do we go? What do we do? What happens? You know why? Because nobody knows. I don't and even, it's that fear of the unknown. I don't even necessar- necessarily care about what's going to happen after because there's not much you can do about it. No, I, no, I look at isn't. it like if I'm going to stay on this ride, I want to make it the best I can. I want to make it as enjoyable for not just myself, but for my family, my friends, my loved ones. I want to make the most of it. So at least that way, when I do move forward, if I pass on or ascend or whatever it is, at least hopefully I'll be at a point where I can say like, I know that, you know, I was a good person and I had a good life. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the hope, right? That, but I, I think so. But that's, that's if we are all dead and we're all well, then I hope We're I had a good just, afterlife. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's so that's that theory. Uh, did you have any uh, any other crazy theories? <laughs> I think oh, crazy. Well, or or not even crazy, but just any other any other theory or any other Mandela effects that you can think of that you may have found in the last week or so. One other thought. I'm kind of just throwing it out there. It popped in my head, and yeah. I figured. Why not mention it? There is a podcast called Mormon and the Meth Head. And the person on it, Jessa Reed, she talks about how this is more like a video game and we're characters in a game. I've heard that analogy before Yeah, so like you're in control of what you're doing, but right now it's like you're in the game. And... The people around you, there's people that you don't really notice. And that's because they're on their own game. They're not really a part of your game, but you have to have all these people around you to blend in. Yeah. And then there's the people like in your game, for example, like you are my husband, you're in my game. But it's just really all me. So it's all just me. It's just an extension of me playing these roles, but I just see it from my point of view. And as you grow and progress, if if you can get to the point, it's like you level up and then it's like you're watching it from above and you're seeing everything play out everywhere for everybody and you understand like all the different characters. But for right now, when you're in that body you're in, it's just you can just see it from your first person point of view. And it makes me wonder, if that was the case, could these Mandela effects be something from somebody else's game bleeding into ours? 
It could be. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It could very well be. And and this uh, Jessa Reed, she was a she's a recovering meth addict. Is yeah. that right? And so she came to these realizations on like a meth trip or something. Yeah. Was it she, meth or? I am the biggest anti-drug person. Yeah, I know. That's why I was surprised that you listened to that. But but I listened to her. She was on another podcast that I really enjoy, Paranormal Karen. I love her. And she was a guest on there, and she was also on another great podcast, Tinfoil Hat with yeah. Sam Tripoli. Yeah. And that's where I heard her. And at first I'm thinking, oh, she's a meth head, whatever. But I listened because I try to have an open mind. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Like, okay, I, I'm getting, uh, I'm picking up what she's putting down. And then, of course, I thought of the movie The Nines with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't seen the movie The Nines... You need to go see it. Just stop what you're doing and go watch that movie because you're just going to watch and be like, holy, what the fuck? It's such... <laughs> holy, what the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's such a good movie. And it's, yeah, it blows your mind. And it made me think of that. And I question these things. And I think like, okay, could that be real? Is maybe that what we're going through? And is some, like you're playing, it's like you're playing a game. And maybe somebody else's game is bleeding through. And that's why these things aren't making sense. Maybe all the people who are a part of your game are saying, no, this is what it is. But it's all the shit from the other game that doesn't make any sense. And why are people remembering it like that? Because it's true to those people, but not true to us. Yeah, could be. And I mean, in bringing up drugs, what kind of effect do drugs have on people's memories? I mean, uh, there's obviously research and scientific studies done and this and that, but like long-term, what kind of effect do drugs? I was never a big big drug person. I didn't do a lot of drugs, but I mean, a lot of people did. A lot of people smoked marijuana, you know, whatever. Whatever they do, whatever whatever you do is your deal. That's cool. Don't, as long as you're not hurting anybody, it's fine. Do what you want to do. What kind of effects do those things have on people's memories? I mean... Is that why we're misremembering stuff? Because maybe we were around drugs or maybe we were drugged and we didn't know it when we were younger. There, there's documented or evidence maybe of... Maybe they're putting drugs in our, in our food or in our drinking, drinking water. water. That's what I'm saying. Like There's documented cases of, of the government testing on entire cities and spraying them with, with stuff just to see what would happen. Like That's happened. That's, that's a fact. It's documented. It's admitted. Who knows? Could that be? Could this have been just a big, massive experiment done on the people? Could the teacher from Fast Times at Richmond High have? Be, could he have been correct that everyone's on drugs? Yeah, maybe could have been. I mean, when's the last time you took a drug test? Were you drug tested all throughout your life? I wasn't. No, I, I, I did mean, for a couple jobs, but that's it. Yeah, but but that's what I mean. Like it could be something like that. It could be there was everybody was drugged and told stuff and programmed through the TV. I think if if Who we knows? were to be drugged unknowingly, I don't think those kinds of drugs would be showing up in a normal drug test anyway. Pro- probably not. But again, that's what I mean. Like who really knows? And again, I'm just going to put this out there. If I've hit on any of these or if my wife has hit on any of these, we're not suicidal. <laughs> We love each other very much. We love our families very much. So if something happens to us, please look into it. 
Because, yeah. And, and but that's just in case anything we said is correct. But again, these are all theories. Yeah. We don't know. We're just, well, we're just okay. throwing shit out there. Okay? We're open to anything. This is, this is you entertainment. You got something better, let us know. <laughs> yes. This is for your entertainment. We should, we should have a disclaimer before and after every episode. Yes. The, the views expressed are not necessarily the real views. They're just entertainment. Or so, so please don't or, kill or, us. Or something like that. I don't know. For our, for that, our views. It's just, just in case we've, we've, we've actually hit on something yeah. that's, that's accurate. But I mean, seriously, think about it. It could be something like that. Who knows? Yeah. I, I, you could, as we said, go down the rabbit hole with oh, yeah. so many possibilities. So many. I, I think we could keep going for hours with ideas on what it could be. This, this is a fascinating thing. And again, it's something that's interested me ever since our, our good friend Brian Fury brought it up to me and, and introduced me to it years ago. But I... I'd occasionally revisit it throughout the past couple of years, but now with all this new stuff and now finding out that Coca-Cola does have a fucking hyphen and just seeing a couple of things and realizing, oh, no, I'm not fucking crazy. This is this is legit. This is I have gotten a renewed vigor and fire for this topic, and I am actively researching it now. So I can guarantee you this will not be the last time we talk about the Mandela Effect on the Homewrecker podcast. I have a question for you. Please. We firmly stand by the things that we believe to know to be true. Yes. I feel like I'm the kind of person where if for some reason there was enough proof to convince me I was wrong, I'd like to be like, okay then, I was wrong, all right. But just as we're talking about things, I'm thinking like, like the Kit Kat, like that, how I mentioned that commercial I saw and it didn't have the hyphen. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, it's wrong. It can't be right. And I guess I just want to know for you and for the people listening, do you think you could be accepting that maybe we are wrong, maybe on one or two things even, or is it just, no, this is all wrong and it it's not going to make sense no if i was i it it on one or two things yeah of course because i again I, i've said it before the human mind's fallible it, it's not it's not foolproof i mean we're not gonna nobody's perfect and and we it's we're fallible could i have been remembering some things wrong yeah of course absolutely I, I i would accept it but the things that i'm being told i'm remembering wrong are so clear in my mind and things that I looked at and saw over and over and over again throughout my life that I, like, for example, the continent shifting. No, absolutely not. That's not what it looked like. That's not what it looked like. The Berenstein Bears, not the Berenstain Bears. Come on, no, because again, I told you, I was really into spelling and reading. I'm still a big speller, big into grammar. These are things that I noticed early on, and I would remember people's names and how to spell because that was something that I was big into. So obviously, it's not the same for everybody. Nobody, Not everybody else is going to have the same circumstances situation I had, but for those two things especially, no, I'm not going to accept it because I know what I looked at every single day when I was a kid. I had a globe in my room. I I looked at it, you know? These are not things that you can tell me I'm remembering incorrectly. Okay, you're saying that 
some things you'll you'd accept if there I'd was accept proof, some things, but yes. not things like the continents and the Berenstein Bears. Those two especially, absolutely not. No, I won't accept it. There's some that cannot be explained away to me. That can't be proven to me. No way, I won't accept it. It's funny because that's how I feel about the Kit Kat when I saw that really? commercial. Yeah. I was like, like inside, I'm like. Like burning up inside, like, no, it's a lie. It's wrong. Somebody doctored it or something. But, and I'm like, because I remember it. But then I'm like, Monique, have an open mind. You could be wrong. And then I'm like, no, because I know my truth. Yeah. But again, like I said before, it's easier to fool people than it is to convince them that they've been fooled. So that goes for me, too. But with something like that, like I said, with the, the Berenstein Bears and with the globe and the continent shifting, all that, I just I can't accept it because I've got a good memory. For, I remember stuff from when I was a kid. I have a really good memory for that. I could put on, I used to listen to, I, I still occasionally listen to like hair metal, 80s hair metal. I used to be into all those kind of bands. Because it's I sh- good. I shouldn't say used to. I, I still love all those bands. You still rock out. I could put in a CD or, or put on a song that I haven't listened to in 20 years, and I will remember note for note the, the guitar licks, the guitar riffs, the drum fills. I remember everything note for note because I listened to it so much that it just kind of got burned into my head. I haven't heard it for years but I can put it in after 10 years and I'll still remember it. Oh, yep. I can sing right along. I know all the words. I, I know all the inflections of the singers, the lyrics. I, I know everything. Unless it's Queen, We Are the Champions. Because apparently it, none of us know yeah. the end of that song. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, good, yeah, if good, you don't know what we're talking yeah. about, listen to the last week's episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good tie in there. But I can't. That's why I just. These are things that were just burned into my brain and I cannot accept. I, I just, I personally, I will not accept that I'm wrong about those things. And again, the fact, if it was just me, I, I would probably have to come to terms with it. But the fact that it's not just me and that there is evidence out there that this is, this is not how it was. I mean, there, there are people out there that remember it the way I remember it. There are people out there that have globes. It's not back, just you know. It's not just one or two people though. That, that's what I'm saying. There's so many people. There's thousands of people. There's thousands, maybe millions. There's I don't enough know. people that it's a thing. It, yeah, exactly. It's a thing. So, yeah, I I don't those two things especially. No, anything else? Like I said, and depending on what other new ones we uncover. Mm. I don't know if we're going to add to the list, but for me, the continent shifting and the Berenstain Bears, those are the two big ones for me that I can't accept it. And Febreze. Febreze had two fucking E's. It did. It did. My cousin Catherine uh, mentioned uh, Mandela Effect on Uno, the card game, but I need to look into it a little bit more before we bring it up in our next Mandela Effect episode. Yeah, so for our next Mandela Effect... There's a little teaser. We're going to talk about Uno, the card game. If you have anything that we haven't talked about, let us know. Send us the information on it, and we'll talk about it on our podcast. We'll research it, and we'll talk about it, because we obviously are really interested in this. We enjoy looking into these things, and we want to hear from you. I don't know if I enjoy it. That's the thing. I I kind of torture myself when I look at this stuff. I get all upset about it. 
because this is not, you know, like I'll remember. I'm like, no, that's bullshit. Like, okay, getting back real quick, back to Febreze, right? I didn't mention this in our last episode, but me, the sense of humor I have and the kind of person I am, anytime I see Febreze, if it was with one E, I would be calling it Febreze or making yeah. or making Febrez. some saying it in some funny accent. Oh, look. Oh, can you give me the Febrez? And I'd be saying it all funny because that's just how I am. I'd be I'd be making fun of it. It makes me think of the office instead of saber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sabre. <laughs> Okay. song they sing yes tremendous. for Gabe when he comes in that's, oh uh, pe- but people, that's just what popped in my head yeah but but that's what I mean like I would be I'd be you know pronouncing it correctly but I'd be making fun of it because it just sounds so cheesy yeah. I wouldn't be saying I could Febreze. see you doing that yeah too. that's what I mean I totally that's, see that's, you doing that. that's me that's my sense of humor that's how I'd be hey can you uh, give me the Febrez I wish you could see you know? the face he makes too because that would totally be like the face he makes when he says it. Yeah, because again, I just be silly and goofy with it. Because that's just how I am. I'm just a goofball most of the time, uh, unless I'm talking about this shit and I get all fired up and angry. But, uh, but that's what I mean. Like I wouldn't be saying Febreze. I'd be going, "Give me the Febrez." <laughs> you know, I'd be. It, it would. I'd make it different and more flamboyant sounding, or more ridiculous, or I'd really roll that R. Give me the Febrez. <laughs> Making it a long E, like really dragging out that E. Like, that's what I'd be doing. I never did that. I always said Febreze because it was two fucking E's. All right. So, okay. All right. So, Moving forward. So, on that note, please. Who's grumps? <laughs> yeah, who's grumps? So, with that... We're going to close out this week's episode on the Mandela Effect, our second Mandela Effect episode. And again, like I said, I don't know when we're going to come back to it, but we're definitely going to revisit this one. And next time, we would love to be talking about things that we hear about from our audience. So if this is something that interests you, if you didn't shut it off after I started talking about us maybe possibly already being dead and you're still here listening and, and this topic interests you and fascinates you or gets you curious and gets you looking into this, if you find any or if there's any that maybe you have never heard of or, or that we haven't talked about or any, what, if you find any Mandela effects and you want to share them with us, we would love to talk about them. Not just that, but if you have your own theory or a different theory, something we didn't bring up, yes, we want to hear it. Yeah. If anybody's got a theory out there that's just as crazy, just as out there as ours or... Maybe maybe a little more logical, maybe a little more sane. Something we'd be whatever. like, oh shit, look at that. Totally what, logical. Exactly. Whatever you got, reach out to us on Twitter. At HomewreckerPod. Instagram. HomewreckerPodcast. And our website. www.homewreckerpodcast.com. Please reach out to us. Give us your feedback. Give us your ideas. Give us your thoughts. Head on over to iTunes. Hit that subscribe button. And Tell, tell a friend. Leave us a five-star review. And yes, of course, tell a friend. Tell two friends. Tell three, tell four. Tell everyone at work. Tell everyone you know. Listen to the Homewrecker Podcast. They're fucking nuts. My parents listen to us, which I did not expect. Yes. Thank you for listening. And I hope that this episode made everyone think a little bit. That's, That's the goal, especially when we talk about these kind of things. 
not to tell you that this is what we believe or that this is the facts or we, this is true. We try to leave the door open yeah. so people can come up with their own decisions. A lot of the, a lot of this this stuff is just to make people think. That's all it is. I just if if nothing else I want people just to think. I don't want anybody to agree. They can disagree all they want. I'm not asking you to agree with me. I'm not asking you to accept what I say or what my wife says. Hell, we don't agree with each other on most of this stuff. We just want you to think. Just be open-minded and think. Think for yourself. Investigate some of this stuff yourself. And, and look around you. Don't just, be don't have your head down all the time. Yeah, everybody. Look just around. Start, look up. Start looking around. Get your hands in the dirt. Go outside. Look around you. With that, I have been the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, and I've been joined by my gorgeous, beautiful, amazing, insightful trophy wife, Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast on the Wiretap Radio Network. We have a little song prepared for you. Um, actually, if you don't mind, I would love to put this on the Sabre website. Sabre. Saber. You sure it's Saber? <laughs>